Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Husmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Husmo Black. Hey, y'all. Welcome. Welcome to the Hesco Black Forum. It's, oh, God, it's October 8th, 2022, y'all. Haven't been out of here in a while. Welcome to the Hesco Black Forum. Uh, yeah, it was uh, good to uh, be in uh, your uh, company again. You got me, Hesco, uh, driving this train this this evening. Uh, yeah, I've been on a somewhat of a hiatus uh, with the COVID uh and all, just uh, trying to stay out, stay out of the way. I, uh, I, I, well, I guess I've been off, off and on a couple of times since 2020. But for the most part, I've been kind of just taking a hiatus from, uh, from, from my program and from you all. Uh, I, uh, I do, I do miss you and. Uh, just uh, needed a little uh, re-energizing. Uh, I'm out here, you know, we yeah, we do the same thing though. We uh, advocate on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not not because we don't love everyone, we do. Uh, just uh, by extension of being a part of that community, we advocate on uh, their behalf. And Lord knows. Uh, we can need all we we need all the advocacy uh, we can get. Uh, yeah, I'm always to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Uh, we we still get the same uh, the same uh, ambitions. Uh, and just a. Uh, <clears throat> Don't have anything particular to get into. We want to talk a, a little about politics uh, this evening, since we got a, uh, a an election coming up next month in about uh, 30 days from today. The midterms got some serious issues that uh, that's confronting uh, the nation that uh, I wanted to chime in on. Uh, some serious issues, y'all. Uh, nothing short of our uh, democracy is uh, at stake. Uh, in, in my humble opinion, it's the most consequential election that I've uh, that I've seen since I uh, became. Uh, uh, Politically of age, uh, if you will, uh, this this is some serious stuff, yeah. Uh, people, uh, um, there are uh, segments in our society here in America that want to uh, turn back the hands of time, <laughs> no doubt, uh, and time, uh, as you uh, well know. Uh, 
almost always refuse to uh, go back. Yeah, time, time is constantly moving forward. But uh, somehow uh, the political, a certain segment of the political powers to be want to do exactly that, turn back uh, the hands of time, if you will, their quota, top of the artist, turn back the hands of time uh, with uh, and, and it's, it's deadly serious, you know. Uh, whatever you do, I urge everybody. I'm going to start out by telling everybody to get out and vote uh, this November, uh, November 3rd, I believe it is. November, November 3rd. Uh, get out and vote uh, this November uh, because yeah, looks like this. Tuesday in November, November the 8th, it might be. Get out and vote and and study, come up to speed on your candidates. Uh, I'm coming to you live and then live in color from the ATL. I live in Georgia. I've got a couple of serious races going on. Uh, I'm paying particular attention to uh, the Senate race between uh, Raphael Warnock, our present senator here in Georgia, one of them, and uh, his uh, challenger, Herschel Walker, uh, here in Georgia. I'm supporting uh, Reverend Warnock. Uh, uh, I uh, think he's done a fantastic job over the last two years, and uh, the guy's miles of head of uh, the challenger in my mind. Uh, Mr. Herschel Walker, who is a great, great football uh, star here in Georgia back in the 80s. I mean, I loved the guy uh, for his football acumen. But uh, in terms of representing me uh, in the state of Georgia in the United States Senate, I think he uh, uh, leaves uh, a lot to be desired. Uh, That has nothing to do with... uh, uh, how I might view him as a uh, uh, as a football player. No doubt the guy was great. And if I was looking for a running back, uh, per se, he would be uh, high on the other list. But uh, being a great football player, I do not. Do not uh, uh, prepare uh, you for the uh, United States Senate, and uh, so I'm I'm going for Reverend Warnock, y'all, and I urge all of you to uh, close attention to those uh, uh, to all the races wherever you know I might reach. I might reach audience. uh, being on the internet, surely my audience is going to be uh, outside of Georgia. Uh, uh, in, well, Georgia and, and, and outside of Georgia, wherever you are, 
get politically involved for this election, especially. Uh, I uh, was just reminiscing back uh, a couple of weeks ago. I guess it was, yeah, two weeks ago. I went to a college football game here in Georgia. Uh, The University of Georgia was playing Kent State. Now, I'm from Georgia, but I went to school in Ohio, my middle school, part of my elementary and through high school uh, in Ohio, and uh, a little town called Barberton, Ohio. Barberton in Akron, I'll put it like that, because I attended school in both of those uh, uh, Ohio city towns. But uh, I don't know, I became uh, politically astute or politically of age, I'll put it like that. Uh, I guess around 1963, I was 18, just uh, getting ready to go to the Marine Corps, dropped out of high school, getting ready to join the Marine Corps. And from about 1963 until 1975, those 12 years, I would say, I became uh, politically of age and tuned in to what uh, was going on uh, in politics here in this country. Uh, you know, well, obviously, I, I'd been, I knew something, uh, some things about politics prior to that. I mean, even as early as 14, I remember John F. Kennedy in 1958 uh, uh, preparing to run for the presidency as a Catholic, uh, one of the early Catholics to uh, run for, and in fact, he did eventually hold the office there in 1960, got elected. Uh, uh, so I, I remember that, but in terms of ends, the workings, uh, the machinations of uh, politics, uh, it took a while for me to uh, uh, grasp uh, just how, how much... Uh, Politics affected uh, my everyday life and the life of all Americans. Uh, that took about a 12-year period of uh, maturing uh, from, uh, I'd say, around 1963 to 1975, first four years in the Marine Corps, 1963 to 1967, and then throughout that, uh, at the same time, a lot of things was going in the country uh, from uh, the civil rights movements from the 60s, uh, starting in the 50s, the 60s, through the 70s, the Vietnam War was going on, and uh, just uh, real, real uh, uh, tense time in the country. The country seemed like to me it was on edge for those 12 years, I mean, you know, maybe 20 years altogether, but just me being tuned in to it, those 12 years, we were uh, the country, uh, kind of remind me of what's going on today. Uh, getting back to the football game, the football game was between the University of Georgia, who was ranked number one in the country, and Kent State University, a small school in the uh, Eastern Ohio and North Central Ohio, 25 miles maybe south of Cleveland, right outside of Akron, Ohio, where I grew up 
Akron and Barberton. It's not too far from there. Kent State. 1970, uh, this is right in the middle of uh, the height of the Vietnam protests where students and young people was in the street uh, protesting that war. And uh, a lot of university campuses, uh, campuses uh, was involved or got involved in the, those protests. Uh, Kent State uh 1970, uh, sometime in May, I guess it was, or 1970, uh, uh, the National Guard went on to that campus and wound up killing four students who were protesting the Vietnam War there, and that became a flashpoint for the protest of the Vietnam War, and uh, I believe it uh, was the start of the end to that war. About, I, I believe Jackson State, Kent State, all of them had violent episodes around the same time in 1970. But the Kent State uh, became a flashpoint for uh, uh, the student uh, protest uh, for the Vietnam War. And uh, that, that brought uh, a friend of mine uh, who uh, graduated from Kent State. Uh, had got two tickets uh, uh, for that game and uh, asked me to attend with him, and I, I did grudgingly. Um, <laughs> I haven't been to a, 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 a college game like that. I did go to a, a college game last year. I, I say that, that to uh uh, went to Jackson State and uh, uh, I believe it was South Carolina State uh, here in Atlanta uh, last year for the first time. I've been to a college game in years and years and years. But this one was even bigger because it involved the uh, uh, number one team in the nation at that time, the University of Georgia, playing that small school from Ohio that uh, had uh, so much of a history uh, because of uh, the Vietnam War, which I participated in. I was in the Vietnam War as a Marine, and uh, that thing uh, really brought back some memories uh, for me, uh, just seeing them out there on that field and knowing the history of Kent State. A lot of friends I know went to Kent State. I mean, being, uh, going to school in Ohio, I had a lot of friends who attended Kent State and uh, just... Uh, that whole experience really just brought back memories, and I wanted to uh, just uh, re. Uh, uh, in fact, it just kind of re-energized my political uh, uh, interest in uh, what was going on here in the, uh, the uh, uh, country today. Because this time with the uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned and people uh, uh, racial tensions and uh, uh, just all the craziness that's going on today uh, remind me so much of that era uh, back in the 60s and 70s that uh, I thought I'd come back out here tonight to kind of just uh, uh, lend my uh, two cents about it and uh, just share some of my uh, memories of that time. Uh, first of all, just the Vietnam War itself, uh, was was just crazy. Uh, me being a young Marine going to the Marine Corps at 18 in 1963, just as that war was starting to uh, 
uh, crank up. Uh, two years later, 1965, I was in Vietnam and dodging bullets. Uh, and uh, I was there for a better part of a year until uh, I got finally got wounded there in 1966. And uh, uh, I wasn't, wasn't too much into the politics of the war at the time. Uh, when you're young like that, uh, uh, during that time, I was, you know, just a soldier, uh, in my case, a Marine, uh, young Marine following orders. You know, I'm over there, people shooting at me, I'm shooting at people, you know, without any uh, thought, uh, you know, any uh, ideas one way or the other about why, the reason why uh, <laughs> this war uh, was even uh, <clears throat> taking place. Back here in the States, uh, of course, most protests, uh, well, a lot of protests uh, come from the young people. And uh, most of the young people who formulate ideas about politics, you find them on college campuses because that's where all the uh, think uh, tanks are at among young people. They uh, 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 are exposed to uh, a lot of the uh, uh, politics of uh, the time. Uh, while I was dodging bullets, the college kids was learning about uh, the ins and outs of uh, what was going on in the, the war, the whys, the why nots, and the, just the uh, politics of it. So. I spent four years in Marine Corps mostly just following orders, fighting, didn't have any qualms about going to Vietnam, and never regretted going there really until, you know, some years later, uh, reflecting back on why it was that uh, the United States was even involved over there, why I went there and got shot up, spent a year in the Philadelphia Naval Hospital fighting for my life. To, uh, uh, for this country, though. It didn't have any uh, problem with it. Still don't, uh, you know, have a problem with uh, my service time. I uh, understand uh, uh, much more clearly now uh, the reason why uh, we were there. Uh, it to, had to do with a treaty that we signed with South Vietnam. This is a, you know, this is a generalization of it, but it had to do with the uh, treaty that we signed with South Vietnam in 1954. Uh, after the French uh, got ran out of there, uh, uh, Vietnam was divided up into uh, the north and south. That country was divided between the West and uh, the communist nations, who was, you know, uh, uh, who uh, in turn broke Vietnam uh, in half or, you know, into two uh, countries there, the South Vietnam and the North Vietnam. Just uh, as it happened, uh, I believe it was President Eisenhower in 1954 signed a treaty with South Vietnam to uh, 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 ally with them in case of... Uh, any further conflict with the, uh, the communist uh, nations, and that led to, among other things, this is just uh, my simple story, that led to, to among other things, uh, the Vietnam War there starting to 
around 1961, two, three, and uh, about 1965 when I got there, it was really uh, cranking up. And uh, I think in its height, we had some 500,000 American soldiers participate participated uh, in that uh, in that war, with some 58,000 of them getting killed, and another. 200,000 or so getting wounded in that uh, 12, 15 year war uh, there in uh, Southeast Asia. And uh, uh, when I got back home, uh, uh, quite naturally, uh, well, 67, well, 66, I got wounded and wound up in the Philadelphia Naval Hospital recovering and uh, was discharged from the Marine Corps. And uh, May uh, 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 May 30th of uh, 1967, and uh, uh, got married that summer, and you know went on from there. But uh, started to uh, tune in to uh, the protests that had been going on all while I was in Vietnam, and uh, 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 I started to tune in to. Uh, what the young folks was riding about, and then come 1970, uh, this uh, protest that reached an uh, uh, epic uh, proportion, and uh, that led to uh, all kinds of uh, 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 upheavals on college campuses, and uh, it, like I said, it climaxed with the uh, National Guard intervening on several of the universities, and uh, they uh, it went into Kent, uh, on the campus of Kent State, and uh, did kill uh, uh, those students there. Uh, I uh, uh, And uh, that thing really, uh, that thing really, uh, uh, you know, really, uh, if you were close to uh, that school at that time, uh, it uh, had a profound, uh, a profound uh, effect on the, on uh on me and a lot of other uh Americans at that time. Uh in fact that thing has such a uh, powerful effect that uh 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 the uh I don't know if you remember uh that the uh, I believe it was uh the Isley brothers Uh, the Isley Brothers uh, did a song. Uh, the Isley Brothers. Uh, did a song on that uh, thing, and it became one of the uh, protest songs. 
It became one of the protest songs of a of that war, and uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, that school, uh, uh, seeing the school here all these years, first time I ever seen them in, on a football thing. Kent State's got a pretty good football team. They did give Georgia the number one uh, team in the country that series. Saturday before last, by the way, is when it was, and uh, gave them a good game. But that, like I said, that whole experience brought my brought me back to the song that uh, I'll let you hear a little of it. And maybe some of you are old enough to remember this song. It was about that particular uh, incident out there. Uh, and, uh, Can't you see the soldier? I've seen a mom That's the song that I put in. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Can't you see the soul? I've seen a
Just a uh, a little. Uh, that thing became a national anthem for uh, protest and uh, for uh, really uh, how serious uh, it can be or can get in our society if the president or the powers that be ever call out the national guard to intervene in uh, social protests. Uh, people can die. Uh, young, uh, Americans can die uh, for no real uh, for no real reason. Uh, that uh, that game and that team, Kent State University, uh, two weeks ago, kind of brought that that time, that period all back uh, to me, like as if uh, the hands of time was uh, turned back again, and uh, I just hope that uh, the people stay engaged. But uh, just remember that uh, uh, That uh, this is serious business, y'all. What's going on in the country today when uh, uh, the citizenry is at odds with uh, uh, the go- uh, the go- government, if you will? Uh, and today we got one political party. It seems as though is out of step with uh, what uh, our democracy is, from my standpoint, is all about. And uh, we have to uh, attention to it, uh, get involved and uh, find out what's going on here and how uh, how that uh, 
what this democracy is all about as it affects uh, your life, our life, our everyday lives uh, here in the country, and uh, which political party uh, uh, right now in 2022, uh, which political party do you think will uh, best uh, preserve uh, the democracy that we have uh, grown accustomed to? Uh, or if we want to uh, preserve it, uh, uh, we have to uh, uh, get involved in the politics and kind of answer those questions, I suppose. Uh, this election will um, for sure determines who, which political party will be running things for at least the next two years. Uh, if not long, I mean, uh, if the wrong people get in there and uh, with uh, what's going on with the elections and the big lie that uh, was spread by the last administration, uh, uh, <laughs> I have a real uh, fear that uh, uh, the democracy that we've come to know uh, may uh and no longer be the case, may no longer exist. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, I, uh, that's just a real danger of, uh, of us losing it. I, I, you know, I'm just, that's, you know, just me. That's how I see it, y'all. I uh, hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, but uh, guess how I see it. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls here, y'all. You got me, Hushville, driving this train. Y'all hold, hang in there. We'll be back shortly. Advocated on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushville Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Hey, uh, welcome back. Welcome back to the Hustler Black Forum. Hey, you got me, Hustler, driving this train this evening. Hey, I haven't been out here in a while, but it is October. October 8th, 2022. About a month before uh, the midterm elections, yeah. The most consequential election uh, that we've had, I believe, in my, I won't say my lifetime, but it's pretty close. Pretty close to the most uh, the most important election that uh, we've seen around here in uh, uh, years and years. Yeah, uh, our very uh, democracy is on the line, and you hear people say that, but it's, it's I believe uh, uh, that that's, uh, that that is a true and accurate uh, assessment of uh where our politics are uh, today uh, we got a, a republican party and i'm just going to call them out i'm not uh that uh you know pro this or pro that but uh i'm voting for the democrats this cycle i vote for anybody i vote for the best candidate and have over the years uh right now uh, they seem to me with my little uh, 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 knowledge about uh, the politics of the country, uh, we've got uh, one political party who uh, has checked out since uh, Donald Trump was president here. The Republican Party, in my view, has uh, let the uh, country down, you know. The Republican Party has sorely let this country down uh, by uh, participating in uh, this big lie that uh, the former president, Donald Trump, uh, uh, put out about uh, the election being stolen from him and this and that, uh, which uh, some 60 uh, lawsuits uh, failed to uh, substantiate. substantiate. Uh, the big lie in the Republican Party. Uh, you know, a large majority of the uh, Republican Party is uh, living uh, that lie, which is is which is almost. You know, I can't even uh, hardly imagine so many so-called religious uh, people or Christians or whatever uh, they call themselves live uh, a lie. It's one thing to tell a lie. and Quite something else, again, to uh, actually live that lie for a period of time. Uh, in my mind, you know, I'm not the most Christian person or this or that. I do believe in a higher power. I definitely know that there is a higher power that uh, is in charge of all this stuff. Uh, but uh, I don't see how anyone could uh, live a lie indefinitely uh, like uh, the one that uh, a majority of the so-called Christian uh, folk here in this country <laughs> is living and uh, appearing to uh, justify that uh, some kind of way that, uh, uh, you know, 
there's a forgiving God somewhere that's going to forgive uh, the perpetrator of the lie, uh, which may be <laughs> uh, it, it's doing a uh, serious damage to the country. It's doing serious damage to the country, y'all. Uh, and, uh, you know, they a lot of people out here is ready to take up arms, I guess. I don't know. They bombed, they marched on the Capitol on January 6th. I thought I'd never see anything like that here in this country. But sure enough, they did. They marched on the Capitol and was getting ready to kill people. In fact, five people did die as a result of that uh, insurrection, uh, which is what it was. And, uh, I, you know, they talk as if uh, uh, that the other half of the country is just going to stand by and let them take up the arms and, and uh, forcibly uh, uh, take over uh, the government in the country and uh, have everybody else who's against it passively uh, uh, submit to, to that uh, shenanigans. I, for one, I'm not. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not a violent person. I was in the Marine Corps, though. I know how to uh, shoot at people who shooting at me. Uh, hey, so, hey, uh, this thing is crazy. And uh, uh, they think uh, that they can just take up arms and go out and uh, uh, kill people or whatever they planned on doing without anybody else doing anything back to them. I guess I don't know, but uh, I, I for one, I, I'm not uh, so nonviolent to the extent that I'm gonna let anybody uh, <laughs> just. Uh, uh, you know, commit, uh, commit a violent act against me and me not respond. I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. That's, that's out. So, uh, hopefully, saying or he is will prevail. <laughs> and uh, some of the crazy that's running for public office will be turned away. Hopefully. Um, Ah, it's just this whole thing, y'all. It's got me, uh, got me worried about the country, and I'm not, uh, Georgia take one today, 2320. Georgia won today, 49-10. Well, I know Georgia was going to win, but Georgia Tech, which is my team, that I root for. Oh, yeah, Georgia Tech is my team, y'all. I live here in Georgia, but, you know, I had a daughter go to Georgia Tech, graduate from Georgia Tech, so I I got some ties there. (laughs) Georgia Tech beat Duke 23-20. This is two games in a row. That went into overtime, but a win is a win. I don't care how you do it. Mm -hmm. That win. Let's see. 
Notre Dame, Kentucky, Washington State. I don't know who else won. Let's see. Hey, y'all, uh, some more sports news. The Mets lost last night. <laughs> I'm a Braves fan, too, now, y'all. So I'm rooting for the Braves. Uh, we got to buy first round. That Mets look like they uh, may be mm-hmm. in trouble. But that's only the first game, y'all. So we're not, we're not counting them out yet. We're not going to count them out yet. I don't even see the score of Michigan. I was trying to Ohio State won 49 to 20. Ohio State. I, now I root for the Ohio schools, y'all, because I did uh, spend some time in Ohio. And that's uh, so I root for the Browns and Ohio State. And when they ain't playing the Georgia teams, you know, I'm a homie for the most part. Uh, I can't see. I can't see. I'm, I was trying to see, but all over the uh, Hawks beat somebody again. Hawks beat uh, Hawks was like they might have a pretty good team. Yeah, Georgia won forty-two ten. Wow, Bulldogs is tough. That defense is tough. Kent State gave them all they could handle, though, yeah. <laughs> Kent State gave them fits. Yes, they did. Michigan thirty-one to ten over Indiana. Well, it's coming up on eight o'clock, yeah, and uh, we're only gonna be out here all this evening. I uh, want to come come out and just to. Uh, Re-engage with my Facebook friends, my my net, my uh, internet friends, uh, to let you know that Nashville uh, is still live and kicking. Uh, I'm going to be on every Saturday through this election, uh, just slowly gearing back up because I think it's important to uh, get out here and uh, you know just to. Uh, try to clarify, uh, make sense of things that uh, don't make no sense in the politics uh, that's going on today. Uh, one of them being this uh, Roe v. Wade uh, overturn, uh, you got a, which is, un, which is almost unbelievable that uh, the Supreme Court of this country would take a right away from half its citizens uh, being a female citizens, that is, half of them, uh, they just take the right away from them, which is uh, kind of crazy. There's somebody out there online now, I can't uh, get to them right now, but uh, just hang in there, sir, we'll try to get to you on the break, I'm getting ready to sign off here, but uh, uh, maybe I can uh, pick you up in the... Uh, pick you up in the uh, chat room, but then they dropped out. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to talk to the Hushmo. But uh, we'll be back out next Saturday station. Uh, we normally come out from 7 to 9. <laughs> from 7 to 9, yeah, on the Blog Talk Radio every Saturday. Uh, 
So from here through the election, we'll be out here. Uh, we might only do an hour, but uh, whatever it is, uh, we will be out here uh, lending our uh, two cents. Uh, lending our two cents. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what else going on, y'all? <laughs> so much is going on, huh? Out of peanut gallery. So, yeah, all kinds of stuff is going on, y'all. Uh, just uh, keep the faith. That's about all we can do here is to keep the faith, stay prayed up, y'all. Stay prayed up and, uh, yeah, get involved with your uh, politics. They say all politics is local. Get involved with your local politics. Start there. Uh, Yeah, start there. Because we are... Just about going to close it down for the day, y'all. And uh, it's been been fun being back out here. You know, you got to gear back out uh, up into this uh, talk thing. You know, you can't just jump on and talk without uh, being prepared uh, uh, for a two-hour show. You got to really do a little research. And uh, and I just came off my head this evening, but uh, as we get closer and closer to the election. Hopefully I'll have a, um, I have, I'll have more and more, uh, information to share with you. Uh, until next year, you know, uh, that's going to do it for us out here on the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. So, uh, until next week, y'all, y'all be good. And, uh, We'll see you then. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.